Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the CEO of Podseam, Sarah St. John. And she also hosts her own podcast show called The Frugalpreneur, Building a Business on a Bootstrap Budget. So a little bit more about her. She's an entrepreneur, podcast, a podcaster, online course creator, and author. She created several startups throughout her entrepreneurial career over a decade and currently owns a podcast production company called Podseam. Um, and her with her podcast, podcast show, she aims to show people how to launch and manage an online business on a budget. So Sarah, welcome to the show. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So I thought I'd ask, since it's the new year, do you feel any different from uh, 2020? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, I started to, and now it it kind of feels like some of 2020 is carrying over into 2021, but I'm optimistic. (laughs) Good, good. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, my husband and I watched the ball drop in New York uh, I mean, live stream, we didn't go in person. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was quite underwhelming because, you know, there was like barely anyone there if you're like mm-hmm. watching the cameras. And it was just like, wow, so this is the start. Someone said to me like that, like that ball drop, like summarized 2020. It was just, <laughs> it was like, that's what someone said. And I was like, yeah, I think that, I think you're right about that. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so Sarah, uh, for people that are learning about you for the first time, I know I already hinted a little bit about what you do, but in your own words, tell us about Podseam um, and and yeah, what your company is about and who do you love to serve? Sure. Um, yeah, I'll just give a brief background history because it'll make more sense. Um, so I started my entrepreneurial journey in 2008. Uh, I had had six different jobs that year, mm. not at the same time, but over the course of the year. And I realized I wanted to work for myself. And so... Uh, I started a photography business, but I realized that while I liked taking photos of animals and landscape and architecture, I didn't like taking photos of people, but that's where the money is. <laughs> right. I was doing weddings and uh, yeah, weddings and portraits, but the bigger issue was just the expense to maintain equipment and software and all that. So I decided to switch to an online business model mm-hmm. and I tried several different online businesses like drop shipping, affiliate marketing, blogging. Mm-hmm. And it was in the course of that process that I discovered all these free or very affordable tools and resources you can use to manage an online business on a budget. Mm-hmm. So then I got the idea to write a book called Frugalpreneur. Hmm. which kind of goes over the different types of online business models and the tools and resources you need to run them on a budget. And then while I was doing the book, I decided to launch a podcast with it to coincide with it. Uh, It was (laughs) also called Frugalpreneur. And it was just going to be, you know, 10 episodes or something. Uh, But I was getting more leverage and traction from the podcast than the book Mm. and making all these connections. So I decided to keep the podcast going and I was editing my own podcast and people were saying I was doing a pretty good job at that. So then I was like, well, why not get paid to do it for other people if I like doing it for myself? So then I launched Podseam, the podcast production agency. And so basically, I'm kind of all in on all things podcasting now, but it took me over a decade to get to that point. And, and then, yeah, through the podcast, I just, I talked to different 
um, you know, thought leaders or experts in their field within various online business models and just educating um, people about the different types of online businesses and what kind of software you can use to to run some of it for free even. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's, those are kind of the two different ways that I help people through the the podcast and then uh, my podcast production agency as well. Yeah, I really, um, for actually, yeah, let's, uh, so essentially what you're saying, uh, when it comes to being a frugalpreneur and feel free to add upon this, you know, it's about being resourceful. It's about seeing what tools are already available and free uh, online. And so is that kind of how else you would describe being a frugalpreneur? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think a lot of people assume that it's expensive to start a business. And of course, if it's a brick and mortar, it's going to be expensive. But that's why I like the online business model, whether, I mean, you could even be a coach or consultant. There's a bunch of different ways you can make money online. And there's just so little overhead. Um, And so it, it is possible to start a business. I mean, I run my businesses for under a hundred a month. And so that's kind of always been my goal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have to tell you a story. So uh, I love, I love that we're talking about this because in my young twenties, um, I was fired from four jobs and I got into sales because I thought, Oh, this is the one thing that's not going to fire me. And uh, through that experience, I remember going to these networking events and I was trying to like, you know, build my business at that time. Uh, But um, I would volunteer my time to be a social media like officer or something for these business uh, organizations. And eventually someone came up to me and said, Hey, so how much do you try for your services. And I, I thought they were talking about like my other product. And I was like, oh, you mean social media? And they're like, yeah. And then I was like, let me get back to you. So overnight, <laughs> no joke, Sarah, overnight, I came up with like a very basic business model. And I started my business. That was back in 2000, I think 13. And I, that business fortunately went on for like five or six years. But I remember um, my overhead at the time or my expenses, I think was like less than $100. And I made that back within that month. And since then, um, you know, I'm the kind of person like I'm even looking for a new computer right now. But I, do, I don't want all the, the gadgets and stuff because I know that I can get everything online. Like there's so many uh, programs that you can just log into on a browser. And that's kind of been my philosophy really for the last decade is like, what can I use for free? <laughs> like what is, or, or I will pay for something if, if, if I absolutely appreciate it and I'm behind it and I'm for it. But like, there are so many like free tools out there. And so for you to be able to kind of preach this philosophy and this lifestyle, um, I, I respect you for that because like, that was my, that was my first couple years of being in business was kind of living out of my laptop or living off my laptop and just seeing what but, you know, free tools are online and it worked just fine for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and that's what I try to help people understand is that like uh, even with podcasting, people assume that it's expensive to get started because they're thinking yeah. in terms of like broadcast radio stations and stuff. Right. But I mean, you can get started for under $100. Like the mic I use is an ATR 2100, which is I think 60 or 80 bucks. And then... Mm-hmm. It's a USB mic, so then you just plug it into your computer, and and that's about it. So, well, and software, but there's plenty of free or very affordable options out there. So it's it's like once you people realize how you can, you know, run a business on a budget. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it it really yeah. helps. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, maybe your favorite, let's talk about your favorite clients that you've had the chance to work with throughout the years. Um, You know, what industry are they typically in um, and how do they feel like they benefit the most from working with you? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, clients through Podseam, um, because the frugalpreneur business, it, it don't really have clients per se. It's more just a podcast um, and whatnot. I have a blog and, you know, things like that. But with Podseam, I would say primarily, you know, coaches or consultants, mm-hmm. um, different business owners primarily. I think at a certain point, it's going to get to the point where everybody, especially a business owner, is going to need a podcast or it's going to be expected to. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, just in, let's see, I think podcasting started in 2004 and then by 2019, so 15 years, it got up to 800,000 podcasts. And then in just one year from 2019 to 2020, it doubled to 1.6 million. Wow. And so... Yeah, and then all the money that is being thrown at it, like Spotify with their $100 million deal with Joe Rogan and buying all these different yeah. apps and um, just all the money that's being – and like even Amazon is now getting into podcasting and they bought Wondery and uh, Google is transcribing podcasts. So if you were to search something in Google, a podcast might pop up. And so – I guess what I try to do is help people see the benefit of podcasting for their business uh, as an extra marketing tool or a way to get exposure because podcast um, directories, they're basically search engines. And then with Google transcribing podcasts, I mean, it's very searchable. So plus just the when you have a podcast and you have say guests on, or if you're a guest on other shows, Mm -hmm. like you're getting exposure to their audience and leveraging that audience. So just the growth potential is pretty high. And so that's kind of what I, because in addition to the editing and production that I do, I also do coaching, basically podcast Mm -hmm. coaching. And so that's kind of what I help with is, just the whole using a podcast as a marketing tool, basically. And um, I think it's definitely, I I haven't met someone who's regretted it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I like how you said, Sarah, that podcasting will be expected. You know, it's kind of like back in the day where people would say, if you don't have a website, you don't exist. Or if you're not on social media, you don't exist. And I think maybe I'd like to think that 2020 really propelled this, but like, so many people, I know so many people started podcasts like, like during 2020, like in the summertime, um, even a lot of my friends, even though they don't have businesses, they're like, I'm just going to start one because like, I don't have anything else to do. But more importantly on the business side, um, what I like the most about podcasting is I, I do believe that you get more quality leads uh, and, and, and a quality audience from it because these are people who are taking the time to listen you know, and so by the time they reach out to you, it's like, hey, I heard your podcast or I got to learn more about you on this, you know, on your interview. And I want to talk to you more about this. Um, Would you say that's the case for Mm -hmm. a lot of the clients that work with you? Like they feel like they get more quality leads? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's the whole no like, and trust. Like if they're listening to you for 30 minutes or an hour, you know, every week or however often you put out your show, um, it's very different than, you know, running an ad or even a blog post or something like that because they're really getting to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely the the leads are definitely more qualified than through other avenues. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, on your journey so far in uh, you know creating your business or creating the Frugalpreneur and also Podseam, uh, what would you say uh, you're most proud of so far on this journey? Oh, wow. I would say the connections that I've made. Um, you know, when I started the podcast, it was just to coincide with a book. I wasn't really thinking of it as being coming, becoming its own thing. Mm. Uh, and then leading to all these other podcasting um, avenues. And so I would say just what surprised me and what I'm proud of is the the connections and the snowball effect and and I feel like I'm learning in the process as I have people on or I'm on their shows. I'm I'm learning in the process and um and then the fact that it led to Podseam and, and then I have another site called podcast resource directory.com which it helps mm-hmm. people who are looking to start a podcast kind of see what their different options are. And um and, and I'm also working on a course. And so it's kind of just expanded into all these different things. And yeah. I mean, it's all centered around podcasting, but there's all these different arms to it. And so I guess um, that is something that has surprised me and that I'm proud of this, the, the diligence as well uh, with getting all that up and going. Yeah, it sounds like everything just kind of snowballed. You know, mm-hmm. like one thing led to the next, led to the next, led to the next. Uh, I am curious to know, is there one particular connection that uh, you still remember to this day where you're like, I would have never made that connection if it wasn't for podcasting. Oh, there's actually quite a few. Um, let's see, Christy Wright. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she works on the Dave Ramsey team. Um, let's see, Nick Loper from Side Hustle Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of people in the podcasting industry. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. I've made a small connection with John Lee Dumas. I am going to work on getting him on my show. Oh, there you <laughs> or, go. Or vice versa. That's that's a goal for 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's hard to get hold of nowadays, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man, there's so many. I- I'm hoping my goal before the end of the year is to have Barbara Corcoran on because my podcast, I'm shifting – a little bit as far as like my 2021 goal is to interview people who started their business with under a thousand dollars and then grew it to at least a million dollars without any outside capital or wow you know debt or loans or whatever and barbara corcoran has a book called shark tales about uh how she started her real estate business with under a thousand and then now it's over a billion so i'm like oh she'd be a really good one so and i'm only like one degree of separation from her now from you know because it's like you get to yeah yeah so uh so we'll see (laughs) i haven't approached her yet because um i'm thinking about how to go about that but yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll have a lot of ammo by the time you're ready to be like, hey, I, I've done this, this and all this. And I know these people like you should be on my show. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Sarah, I want to uh, shift gears here, but I want to make sure I've covered all my bases. Is there anything else you want people to know about the Frugalpreneur or Potseam? Uh, so yeah, uh, if you're not sure what type of online business model you want to start, or there's a few different ideas, I mean, listening to the podcast, Frugalpreneur, or reading the book, Frugalpreneur, um, 
it goes over several different ones. I actually give away frugalpreneur, authorpreneur, and podcastpreneur, my three books, uh, for free, the hmm. PDF version at um, thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. And that's Sarah with an H and then St. John is S-T-J-O-H-N. And then if someone already has a podcast or is thinking about launching a podcast but needs some help, um, that is podseam, P-O-D-S-E-A-M.com. Fantastic. So, you know, our show uh, consists, our listeners consist of small business owners and entrepreneurs. And I know one of the uh, parting advice that you want to share uh, with our listeners is to avoid the shiny object syndrome. So can mm. you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, I think that's actually a problem a lot of entrepreneurs have where yeah. they're constantly thinking of ideas. And th this was part of my problem for, you know, a decade <laughs> mm -hmm. is that you're constantly thinking of ideas, you get bored easily, and then there you think of or see another idea and you're like oh I should try that and <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like I think that's okay for a while but at a certain point you need to pick something and stick with it uh, otherwise you know if you have 20 different things going on not there's not any one of those 20 is going to be all that productive or profitable so once you find that one thing then definitely go all in and focus on that and that was podcasting for me mm -hmm. um so yeah, just try to avoid the shiny object syndrome. And one other thing that I would recommend is uh, we tend to get hung up in education and learning, which is important in the beginning. And of course, you should continue to learn uh, through podcasts and courses and books and all that. But at a certain point, if you're not implementing what you're learning, then it's pointless. So yeah. Basically, now what I try to do is for every hour I spend learning, spend another hour implementing what I've learned so that there's kind of a balance there. Yeah, I think for me, I've come to find that um, I will learn stuff when I feel stuck. That's that's usually yeah. how I tend to operate because if I – like I, I, my husband, he's, he's definitely the shiny object syndrome mm. guy in our um, relationship. And uh, he always like has these new things he, want, he wants to share with me. And I was like, wait – like I have this one thing. Can can I focus on this? And then when when I feel stuck or when I'm done with it, I can you know like consider like entertain your ideas. But uh, yeah, I think it's very common you know for a lot of um, frugalpreneurs or entrepreneurs for that matter to um, you know kind of get that paralysis by analysis. Like they're just mm -hmm. digesting information to digest information. Um, and so I really like that approach of like you know like you eventually should stop learning and actually implement, um, mm -hmm. or just learn as you go. Like sometimes you learn through trial and error. Um, you don't have to always read about it you know <laughs> you, mm -hmm. can you can fail and learn from that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah for sure uh well sarah i i've pleasantly enjoyed our conversation today i want to thank you again for joining us here on the thoughtful entrepreneur uh any any closing thoughts before we go uh, no i think those were my two main thoughts was to avoid the shiny object syndrome and to spend as much time implementing as you spend learning fantastic Awesome. Well, thanks again so much for your time. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for validating someone like me who considered herself a frugalpreneur before she knew what the name was. <laughs> um, and again, thanks for being on our show. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Sarah St. John, the CEO of Podseam, also podcast host of The Frugalpreneur and author. Uh, you can learn more about her at our website, thesarahstjohn.com. Thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com.
com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.